Welcome to the Words of Heart podcast. In this episode, we dive into a topic or story pertaining to mental health. This episode is accompanied with video and audio. However you choose to listen to this episode, sit back, relax, open your hearts and minds. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. everyone. Welcome to another episode of Words of Heart. I am your host, Dion Sanchez, and joining me this evening is Sheen Towers. Thank you for joining me today, Sheen. It's a, it's a pleasure to meet you, and thank you very much for inviting me, Dion. Awesome. So, Sheen, if you could tell my audience a bit about yourself and your story, that would be great. Uh, yeah, sure. So, um, I... Um, focus particularly in the work that I do. I've, I've, for the last 20 years, uh, I've worked in London as a hypnotherapist, but with a particular area of specialization. And uh, that is, I help people to transform how they communicate toward themselves about themselves. Literally, the way we speak to ourselves about ourselves in our own mind, or how we speak outwardly to uh, in general, to the people around us about the beliefs we picked up about ourselves, sometimes very uh, negative beliefs about ourselves. We get stuck in habits. And so um, I help people essentially to identify um, the ways in which they've been holding them back in the way they communicate toward themselves and how they can then, having identified those unhelpful beliefs they picked up along the way, maybe habits of self-talk, putting themselves down, being spiteful to themselves in their own mind. Uh, I help them to uh, utilize and harness the creative capacity of their mind so that they can uh, work out how to let go of those uh, habits and patterns and the, uh, the clutter that's accumulated due to past experiences they've, they've had that have been traumatic or upsetting or or challenging in many different ways. Um, I never wanted to become a therapist. 
and um, I was introduced many years ago to a gentleman who helped me. He was my teacher. His name was uh, Vernon C.F. Bell. He lived in London, in the East End of London, and uh, he was famously known as the founding father of the British Karate Movement in 1957. But he was also a very experienced hypnotherapist, a founder member of the British Association of Therapeutic Hypnotists in 1951. He was my friend, first and foremost, uh, but then one day I was visiting him as a friend and he asked me very bluntly, he was a very blunt man, and he asked me, do I or do I not wish to study hypnotherapy with him? Um, I don't have to answer immediately, but before I left his, uh, his place in the afternoon later that day, um, I needed to give him either a yes or a no, and nothing else would do. And so I realized after several hours of trying to come up with a reason why I was going to say no, that I respected him too much to give him a very poor reason why I would say no. And that's the only reason I said yes. And then uh, basically I studied with him for the last four years of his life. And uh, during that time, he took me through a process um, where I had no idea what he was doing actually, but he helped me to identify patterns of um, negative self-talk that I'd been stuck in, unhelpful beliefs I'd picked up about myself along the way because of experiences I'd had in my past that were upsetting and, and traumatic and challenging. And um, yeah, he helped me to change basically how I communicate toward myself. And the result of that is my life totally changed for the better on every level. And for the last 20 years, I've been helping people who've come to see me for help in all kinds of states of broken. Sometimes people have been, the people I've helped over the years have been through awful, awful trauma. Uh, um, and uh, the, the methodology that he used to help me, I've just basically passed on an understanding to people, which I refer to in the work I do now these days as the dialogue of self-liberation, developing a way of communicating with ourselves, uh, which allows us to befriend ourselves rather than be spiteful and cruel to ourselves in the way we speak to ourselves. And I, I did that for 20 years of my life, totally unconsciously, was very spiteful toward myself in the way I communicated toward myself, blamed my, myself for a lot of things and so there's a little bit about my story. So, uh, yeah. Well, I can honestly say um, I don't know much about hypnotherapy. I know there's different mm -hmm. varieties of therapy, art therapy, music therapy. Uh, my dad's in the mental health field. So there's a variety of different types of groups he does and rearranges um, yes. during his job and his field. So um, I do love that you your particular form of therapy, hypnotherapy, um, focuses on trying to I hope I'm like describing this right because again I don't Go know ahead. about hypnotherapy but um focusing if anything the right positive energies onto ourselves and reject the negative um notions that we inflict on ourselves if that makes sense yes it does um but in relation to the way I describe how I work with people is um, I say literally to people that uh, the, in the dialogue of self-liberation, we're not at all concerned with positive affirmation okay. or, or positive thinking. 
this way of approaching transforming how we communicate toward ourselves has nothing to do with positive affirmation at all. It's in fact about identifying how to stop communicating in negative ways toward okay. ourselves. So it's about the removal of the negative. Gotcha. Rather than trying to, um, very often I'd say to people that positive affirmations all too often are nothing more than lying to ourselves and hoping for the best. So rather than that, it's, you know, if we've been stuck in a lot of negativity, maybe for many, many years, telling ourselves we're not good enough, for instance, or that we, we, we have no confidence or we're a failure or whatever, or people don't like us, could be many, many things. Um, and we've been stuck in that. To then try and tell ourselves, I feel great. I'm wonderful. I'm, I'm improving every day. It's like lying to ourselves and hoping something's going to stick. So what, what I, how I approach this, this particular work with people is to help them identify those unhelpful habits and patterns that they've got stuck in of telling themselves they're, they're useless or, or no good or rubbish or that kind of thing. And then I help them to having identified those things, then they have an opportunity to let them go. But often I say to people, how can we possibly let go of something if we're not even aware that we're carrying it? So if we've, like I was for 20 years, stuck in these just habitual patterns of negative thinking and self-communication, giving myself a really tough time, beating myself up on the, in the way I would speak to myself about myself. Unless we identify those things we've been telling, the stories we've been telling ourselves that are really unhelpful, how can we possibly change them? So this is about identifying how not to communicate toward ourselves in the present tense and the future tense, because we can't change the past, but what we do with now influences everything moving forward. Absolutely. And I think if anything, it is important to identify when it comes to anything you come across in life, your insecurities, your job, your priorities, because in order to alleviate yourself from that particular trauma or past, you have to identify it. And mm. in, my, in my opinion, and again, I completely respect your work, in my opinion, grow from it and move forward once you yes, identify absolutely. it. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and it takes courage to do this. Uh, I... I um, I feel very much so that the people who are prepared to look at their past experiences and choose to investigate how they can learn to improve themselves, rather than in many cases, people feel a victim of their past, which I, I did for a very long time, feel a victim of the challenges they may have been through in their past and feel that they have no agency, they have no... Um, uh, no option but to be dictated to, if you like, be defined by the, um, mm. the traumas they've been through or the disappointments or the betrayals or the, um, the beatings or whatever it may have been they've been through in the past. And, and then all too often people gravitate toward other people where what they're actually doing is 
looking for any opportunity to talk about their problems in the present tense and the future tense like they're somehow stuck in the cycles and, and they just want to talk about the problems with other people anyone who will listen whereas there's a difference with people who are really fed up with feeling rubbish about themselves and they're prepared to do the work um, courageously to take a look at what what experiences they've been through and how they what relationship they've developed with themselves and then choose to do whatever work is necessary to improve that relationship with themselves absolutely and considering um unfortunately we're about two years into this pandemic um mm. sad and as traumatically affected pretty much everyone around the world to a pretty high degree um just to give you a little insight into me and um how i've sort of personally been affected um not by the um the certain levels of everyone who's been affected but i had diagnosed with diabetes at the start of the pandemic oh goodness okay um, so that was i mean i saw it as a blessing um in mm. disguise um before then, I was probably experiencing my own sense of trauma because I was really depressed and there was no solution to what was happening to me. And I could have died at any given moment, um, which is a hard reality um, to my condition, but there was a solution. There was a light at the end of the tunnel. But um, bringing it back to the pandemic and how everyone's been affected by it, um, do you feel people are utilizing um, hypnotherapy a lot more often um, in this season, um, considering how affected and quite possibly draining it's been on their mental health right now? Um, that's a really good question. Actually, um, I would say that the, the lockdown and people not being able to, to work in the ways that they have been working, for instance, or just being uh, socially uh, isolating or shielding at home, um, particularly at the beginning of the, the pandemic where it seemed like the whole world shut down and everything went quiet. It, it, gave, um, it gave an opportunity for many people, I think, to, um, to step out of their day-to-day -day, um, routines and take a look at themselves um and the things that maybe they're not happy with the things they'd like to change so on one level it's given a, an opportunity for people to reassess their um the way they do things the way they relate to uh the routines and the habits that they've gotten into uh so on one level i've seen people um much more enthusiastic about taking the necessary steps to seek help and to, to make the necessary uh, um, effort to change themselves, to take a look at themselves and then re you know, reassess things in their relationship with themselves and how they treat themselves or um, where they wish to go from now. Um, but on another level, it's... Uh, it's been quite difficult because I work with people and um, for the last 20 years working literally sitting across a room face to face with with people. Um, and so it it's uh, it's been difficult, 
because obviously I, I've had to adapt and do a lot more kind of calls via um, other means like video calls like this uh, with clients. So I think it's given people an opportunity to reassess their feelings about certain habits and patterns and, uh, and their relationship with themselves. Uh, but then the way in which I work with people has had to adapt as well. So for the um, for me, for the last uh, couple of years, um, I've been working with a very good friend of mine, Peter uh, Truman, who lives in Cambodia. And uh, we've taken the, the methodology that I work with that was taught to me by my teacher, Vernon, that I've been working with with people for the last 20 years. And... Um, uh, transformed it into uh, online courses, which we have a website where we um, uh, we uh, make available uh, this methodology to help people identify how to change how they communicate toward themselves so that we can share this with more people basically around the world. And uh, yeah, that's that's going very well. We, uh, the course is uh, uh, we're having really great feedback from the people who've been participating in them around the world. And it's a, a great pleasure to share the, the understanding that was taught to me with more people. So it's, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's worked out that it's helped me to adapt and uh, find other ways to communicate with people about, about the work that I've been doing for the last 20 years. Absolutely. Uh... I hope you didn't freeze on me. No, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> My internet always tends to act up during these recordings, but um, you're still there. Um, I'm here. <laughs> um, I couldn't agree more with you. This season has definitely been a season of adapting, whether you like it or not, <laughs> and reflection. Um, I had to deal with a great deal of reflection being diagnosed with diabetes in this pandemic um trying to not freak out every second because there was no vaccine at that point and I had just was on the brink of death before I got diagnosed and then to come into this pandemic when virus that can kill you was absolutely terrifying so yes. <laughs> I had to resort to other means to not think about that cohesive fear rambling on in my head and know that I'm still breathing guy wants me here I'm not going anywhere so um either it's writing poetry or drawing or zoom calls such as this starting my podcast which you just happen to be on so um adapting has definitely been a necessity um and I feel like we all are still going to continue to adapt um from this point yes. forward because it's nothing, there's never been anything like this. I mean, there's been all types of traumatic events in our world's history, which mm -hmm. goes without saying, but um, this is certainly an event that many people long after are gonna um, look back on and perhaps realize, per I don't know, I'm like mumbling my words here, but I think you understand the gist of where- I understand what you mean very well, yes. <laughs> so. Yeah, you know, it's a strange old time, isn't it? Lots of uh, lots of uncertainty. Yeah. Because of the changes. And no one really likes changes. I certainly wasn't a big fan of change before the pandemic, but um, I mean, I 
undergone the biggest change in my life and that's being diagnosed with diabetes. And if I hadn't, I wouldn't be having this conversation with you right now. So though we don't like change, it's inevitable and it's part of our human evolution, if you will. Yes, absolutely. Um, and how, how we face change, particularly in the way we're communicating toward ourselves about those changes, determines the experience that we have of navigating those changes. So if we were to be uh, facing, say, exactly the same challenges, whatever those challenges may be, the changes may be, um, and we could we could be communicating toward ourselves or talking to other people, family or friends or anyone else about how hard it is and how tough it is and how, what, what a great struggle it is, you know? But then when we do this, we are coloring our perceptions of the experience. It's like we're, we're looking at it from a particular perspective, almost like we're wearing glasses that uh, don't belong to us. They're someone else's glasses and you put them on and you can't really see very clearly um, because we're communicating about those very same external challenges in very uh, um, negative ways. But then we can take the very same challenges and choose to take off those wrong glasses and then someone says, oh, try, try these ones on and you put those ones on and then suddenly you can see clearly. It's like, ah, now I can see what, how, to, how to approach this. So literally how we communicate toward ourselves about any kind of change, any kind of challenge can have a, a really massive impact on, say within healing in the body, uh, on the body's capacity to heal itself if we like you mentioned with the diabetes um, uh, um, diagnosis and experience if we if we communicate about those things based upon fear or or, or resentment or anger or anything then it's not going to really help the body's ability to gather its uh, um, its energy together and to rebalance and heal whereas if we can, you know, in a, in a very uh, genuine way, harness the creative power of our, of our imagination and of our minds um, and choose, and it is a choice to communicate in ways which enhance the body's capacity to rebalance and, and heal, then we have much more uh, potential to make progress than if we're communicating about the whole experience based upon fear. Ooh, beautifully said. So, I'm always worried about saying your name right. It's Sheen, right? Sheen, yes. Yes, okay. that's correct. <laughs> so I, we're on to this icebreaker portion of my episode. So okay. I'll start with the icebreaker question just to even it out. Um, if you had to come up with a title for where your life is right now, what would it be? New beginnings. New beginnings. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, the reason, in, uh, a reason is um, I've been living for um, 
yeah, a couple of decades living in London and uh, only three weeks ago moved out of London with my wife to uh, a new home in uh, Glastonbury in Somerset, which is very peaceful, much gentler pace of life. And uh, it's very nice to be here. So that's a lovely thing. But then I think on, on a deeper level, um, every moment is a new beginning. If we look at it in, in, in the correct way. And so I think, I think, yeah, new beginnings would be suitable. Awesome. So the title I would have for my life, it's really this whole mantra that really started when I got diagnosed really, um, is basically being a warrior for change. Um, I've undergone a lot of experiences in my life and I feel God has called upon me and placed the word warrior on my heart for a reason and is to in particularly create this podcast to help others share their stories and their experiences because the world may silence them they might judge them may they may reject them think they're invisible um I fully know what it's like to be invisible or question one's existence and I want my platform to be a form of comfort and acceptance and that you are not invisible. You do matter. You do have a purpose and that I see you. I see you. I do not criticize you or shame you. You are perfect just the way you are. I think that's wonderful. Thank you. So You're very welcome. <laughs> on to my fun icebreaker game it's called song association and considering the title of my podcast words of heart this game is a really fun um wrap up to this awesome conversation so how the game works is i would say a word and you can either sing it or rap it. I'm, you can oh, just I'm not going to be able to do that. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's <laughs> not going to work. It's okay. Or you can just speak it normally. It's perfectly okay. fine. <laughs> that I can do. I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, you know, inflict anything other than that. No worries. So you could say it. Um, it could be, the word could be in the song title or in the lyrics. But there's a catch. <laughs> the catch is you have 15 seconds to come up with it, either the word that has the song title of it or in the lyrics. That okay, is we'll give this a go. I'm not quite sure how well I'm going to do with this, but we'll give it a go. Well, it's, it's a fun game. So I'm going to find my timer here on my phone. Alrighty. So, all right, the first word is heart. Heart. Okay, you want me to find a song title with heart in it? Or in the lyrics. Okay. Um, heart of gold. Okay, wow. You did it before the title went off. Heart of gold. I'm fairly certain that is a song. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I hope we're not Google searching these because that's not. No, I'm not that. cheating. Okay. No. All right. That's a Neil Young song. Oh, see, see, you're good at this. You were worried you weren't. 
So the next word, hmm, I think you can get this one. The next word in my fun little icebreaker game is words. Words? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think you got me on that one. I'm gonna run out of time. There you go. <laughs> Um, just to give an idea, there is a song called More Than Words. Um, mm -hmm. It's, I want to say covered by the band Westlife. Um, okay. So you're welcome to look that up later if you'd like. <laughs> okay, thank you. There's a little freebie, even though you're tired. <laughs> okay, this one might be a bit difficult because my last guest couldn't really figure this out until long after the timer went off okay so your last word is mental mental mm -hmm. that's a tricky one that's a very tricky one <laughs> mental no i'm not gonna get this one <laughs> i can tell you i'm not gonna get it uh well, that's the end of my awesome icebreaker game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, it was fun. And you got well, gold. I didn't do very well, but that's okay. I can live with that. <laughs> that's the fun of the game. You, There's a million songs out there with words and lyrics, but when you have a timer, your mind goes yeah. blank. Isn't that, <laughs> isn't that the case? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Shane, we can keep doing this fun little game, but unfortunately, we're at the end of this awesome episode. Could you please share any social links to my audience before we wrap Thank you. Here? Yeah, so uh, if people are interested in um, uh, learning how to be kinder to themselves in the way they communicate toward themselves, then check out the website uh, at learntdsl.com that's learn tdsl tdsl stands for the dialogue of self-liberation so um yeah learn tdsl.com we have also uh an instagram which is at learn tdsl uh and um also a facebook page which is the dialogue of self-liberation but uh, particularly the website learn tdsl.com thank you Got it. Um, thank you for joining me today, Sheen. This was an awesome conversation. And I certainly didn't know much about hypnotherapy until today, but I have more knowledge now thanks to you. So thank you. Truly. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Thank you for inviting me. And it's good to meet you. No problem. All right, my listeners, we're at the end of this awesome episode. I am your host, Dion Sanchez. If you enjoyed this episode or any episode for that matter, please do not hesitate to follow me on Facebook at the Words of Heart podcast. We are also on YouTube under the same name. Subscribe, like, follow, leave a rating on Apple Podcasts if you so desire. However you choose to share this episode, please do. And do not hesitate to leave me your feedback as to how this podcast has resonated with you. Because at the end of the day, you are not alone and I see you. So stay healthy, stay safe. 
don't be afraid to identify any issues going on with you because it's important to grow and move past anything that's going on and seek help where it's necessary. So once again, stay healthy, stay safe, and until next time, bye. Thank you, bye-bye. Thank <laughs> you.